And uh, The Unbroken Circle is a new film that tells the true-to-life story of an Israeli family and a Palestinian family in Israel. Their young sons, hospitalized from injuries in the ongoing Israeli-Palestinian conflict, are the catalyst for an unexpected bond. Despite each family's pledge to foster peace among their people, there's a poignant and gut-wrenching twist to the story that is reflective of the real struggles endured in their daily lives. Uh, this film, The Unbroken Circle, is uh, screening at the Newport Beach Film Festival, which is currently ongoing, and the film has been receiving a, a tremendous response. had a chance to see it last night, and uh, it really is, is an amazing, uh, amazing piece. And here to talk about the film... Uh, is Terry Michaels, who is one of the producers of the film, as well as the writer and director, John Ludwig, and they join us here on KUCI's Justice or Just Us. Good morning. Whoops. Uh, and we will have to get them back on the line, so let us go back into the music, and uh, we'll get them right back. It's KUCI in Irvine. Building a wall, a wall between friends, all that justifies any means for their ends A wall between Semites, rich and poor Brothers and sisters from not so long before Many feet thick and twenty feet high No one can look through it and into the eye of a person you might know To whom you might confide Now just a stranger On the other side They're building a wall Between water and land So we can eat fruit And they can eat sand A wall to make sure That our orchards will grow and our kids can get fat And not need to know Of the cities in ruins And the children in fear That your fathers and brothers In tanks might be near A wall to keep quiet That which you fear most So you don't have to listen To your grandfather's ghost Building a wall Between future and past A wall to keep separate The chambers of gas From bulldozers, gunships And the tears of a child Dignity, love and we are back on Justice or Just Us. Let us see if we can uh, figure out the technical glitch and get uh, John on the line. John, are you with us this morning? I am, thank you. Great. Thank you so much for, uh, for being with us. Um, you are the writer and director as well as one of the producers of The Unbroken Circle. I had a chance to see it last night, and it is uh, definitely... Uh, an amazing film. Can you uh, can you tell our listeners what brought about uh, the idea for this film? Well, a few years ago, I uh, took a uh, I took a solo trip to Israel, and uh, during that time, I was uh, 
I was befriended by uh, an Israeli military officer who I traveled around with for a few days. And I also was befriended uh, towards the end of the trip by an uh, Israeli-Palestinian who who took me uh, into the West Bank to Hebron and, and Bethlehem that was, uh, at the time, um, was um, off-limits to any tourist or anything, but I got in there through uh, various means. And I saw the strife and the, um, and, and the inequities of, of what happens in, 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 a, um, in an area that um, has, been under, has been under strife for years and years and uh, the families that um, are just innocent victims of what goes on over there. And that, what is your involvement in film? Well, my involvement in film, are you asking me as, uh, as far as how long have I been? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, it was a rather big question. How, how did the, uh, the journey get converted into the idea to produce a film? I just thought um, it, it was a, um, a, a the venue of film um, was is a as a pictorial. Um, it, it just it, how did I get how did I get involved with the film? Well, the, 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 it was actually a story that I wrote a short story, and I just converted that to a to a visual medium here to where I thought it would be something that would. Uh, something that should be exposed and and, and um, it would be uh, something that I, I I had always wanted to do and it was a short story that I that I just converted into a film we're speaking with uh, John Ludwig he is the uh, producer and uh, writer and director uh, of the unbroken circle which is a film that takes a look at uh, the Israeli uh, Palestinian conflict and uh, we're going to see if we could get uh, Terry Michaels, one of the producers, on the line as well. And I hope I don't disconnect either of you. Uh, Terry, are you with us? Good morning. Yes, I am. Good morning. I think I might have just disconnected. We're having a little problem getting both lines patched together. But uh, how, is, how did you get involved in this film? Well, actually, um, I met John. I was going to Saddleback College as a film student, and um, John was also a student there. We're both adult students, and while we never worked on a project together, he had approached me with his script and asked me to read it and to give him my take on it. And when I read it, I liked it a lot, but I thought it was um, pretty out there in terms of what filmmakers, especially students with zero budget and not a whole lot of knowledge, um, are able to pull off in that he had foreign language that he didn't speak. Um, he had helicopter scenes and um, sets that were just outlandish and outrageous. Um, we're taught in film schools that, you know, when you're shooting low budget and when you're new at this process to shoot what you know and know what you shoot. Um, John wanted to discount that information and just go forward and he asked me to if I would be interested in being his producer and right-hand man. Um, I jumped at the chance and we have never looked back. Now the entire film uh, was produced in, in Irvine or El Toro, is that correct? 
Um, actually, it was produced at the Tustin Marine Base, which is a closed marine base. It's been closed now for about 10 years. And uh, we had access to that base. And so what it allowed us to do was basically have blank slate, both indoors and outdoors, and build sets from scratch based on research that John and I and a couple of other people on the film did to make it look as close to what we saw in photographs as possible. And then uh, the, the helicopter scenes were shoot, shot rather at uh, Camp Pendleton down in the San Diego County. And how, just out of curiosity, how did you get access? I mean, that was one of the things that I was uh, thinking about last night watching this. How did you get access to, to the helicopters and such? Well, the helicopters came to us because John is a retired Marine, and he went and spoke with uh, some of the members of command um, at the Red Dog Squadron down in Camp Pendleton, and they graciously opened their doors to him and his crew once they learned what the film was and that it was promoting peace. And uh, interestingly enough, we needed some some extras for that scene, and some of the, the gentlemen who were there that morning agreed to be extras. Um, we don't show their faces, but we do show them there um, in their military garb, um, very, very opening, open and welcoming people, and we really appreciate their help a lot. Now, uh, unfortunately, I, I, we weren't able to get uh, to get John immediately back on the line. We'll see if we could uh, if we could get that done. And so, I apologize for for the confusion. But uh, if you could tell our listeners a bit about uh, the financing of the film, how I mean, it's it's such a high quality production. I mean. Uh, some of the the you know press releases and so forth you know kind of mention that it's a student film but it, it doesn't have that look what uh was there any underwriting with it or uh how did you i mean there's such an amazing technical team how did that all come about um actually there was no um underwriting there was no grant work this was a labor of love that john uh personally financed and right from the start, I have a background in accounting, and so right from the start, the arrangement that I made with John is that we would not spend any money um, in front of the camera. All our money would go to editing and, and marketing the film, um, getting it out there, and that's exactly what we did. We were very fortunate to bring on board um, professionals who donated their time and their energy to making this film happen. We had a camera operator who has more than 30 years' experience behind the camera and telling stories. We had um, sets built from scratch by a gentleman who also happens to be an Orange County Sheriff by day, and he would complete his shift maybe sometimes 5 o'clock in the evening and go over to the set and start building and work until the wee hours of the morning till it was time to turn around and go back to work. Um, no cast or crew member was paid any money um, during the period of time that we shot the film or even in, in pre-production. John and I went and knocked on doors and asked different um, hospitals and pharmacies if they would be willing to donate scrap materials to us. Um, we had one benefactor who was a recycler of medical goods out in the Corona area who actually came and delivered probably probably $100,000 worth of scrap hospital equipment, including beds and machinery and so forth. Um, 
once a hospital in Michigan heard that, they immediately turned around and contacted us and said, we'd like to donate all of the scrubs and the, the gloves and the other expendables. And they sent me out boxes and boxes. It was actually one of the most amazing things was how people just rose to the occasion to get on board with helping us with this film. Um, we started out as student filmmakers, but John and I have have really, this has really been an independent film that we've put together. Um, however, we were student filmmakers at the time that we made it. We are speaking with Terry Michaels. She is one of the producers of uh, a new film titled The Unbroken Circle, which uh, takes a look at uh, two families, one Israeli, one Palestinian, caught up in uh, this never-ending cycle or circle of violence. Uh, could you tell our listeners a bit just about the, the narrative? What, what's the film about? Um, the basic premise of the film is looking at two families um, in Israel. It's a, it's a historical fiction. It's based on true events that happened in Israel, not on a specific date necessarily, but basically what's been going on for years and years with the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. And um, what we did was we threw a humanistic twist on the story, and we, we focus on two particular families, and uh, it's basically it's a yin and a yang for everything that happens to one family is happening to the other. Um, and each one of those things creates this unbreaking circle, as you called it. Um, and um, the interesting thing about it was that it, while we made the film, we thought to ourselves, you know, Maybe, you know, maybe this isn't something that we should be doing because um, while we're making the film, there were car bombs happening in Israel, uh, terrible destruction was happening. But what that really did was it really provoked us further and made us realize that we do indeed need to go forward and tell this story. And um, by throwing the humanistic twist on it, which is to show people that there are real people behind this that's not just extremists. What we hear about in the news all the time are the extremists, and we wanted to show that there are, there are real humans behind this story, that not everybody um, who lives there is gung-ho for violence and destruction. Sure. And what has been the reaction? Uh, I know you've had an opportunity to view the film with, uh, with audiences. Uh, you know, and, and I should point out, it's a 28-minute film, and it's just amazing how uh, you, know, you don't need a, a three-hour, multi-million-dollar budget to communicate a simple message uh, of peace. What has the, the response been? Uh, some of the, who are, have been the audience members, and uh, what are some of the surprising responses you've encountered? Well, um, we have been very fortunate in that we have had response like, like even we didn't expect at all. Um, the film has pretty much taken on a life of its own. Before we got started shooting, we had people contacting us from all over the world, sending us information about who they were and wanting to get involved in this project in one way or the other. We've... Um, we were contacted by KCAL 9 News a couple of weeks ago. They had heard that we were going to be having our world premiere at the Newport Beach Film Festival, and they came and spent a couple of hours with us on the set and in Tustin and did a, did a piece for us about three minutes long, which they continuously rolled um, 
for the few days before the Newport Beach Film Festival hit. Um, we this this has been unbelievable. We were the only short at Newport Beach Film Festival to to screen by itself. Most shorts sh uh, screen with other films three, four, five, six, eight. It depends on the length of the films. But there was a glitch, and for some reason, our film showed by itself, which really scared John and me because um, if we had been showing with three or four other or even five other films, we'd have to, you know, we get out there and we publicize it a little bit and, you know, sell eight or ten or twenty tickets, and, you know, we're happy because we got, you know, 20 people to come and see our film. But there we were with this full theater, 225 seats to fill, um, as it turns out, we had close to 180 people came to see our film, and it was unbelievable. We have still have not really come down from the experience. Um, I have people stopping me on the street as I'm going through Newport Beach Film Festival from one venue to the other. Um, just going, I'm checking out other films and so forth, and people are coming up to me. I heard about your film. I saw your film. I'm intrigued by your film. It, it, it's a little bit on the overwhelming and stunning side because, as you say, Jared, it's only a 28-minute film, but it's a universal film. It's got a it's got a message that people want to hear right now. Um, we're, we're tired of the destruction. We're tired of war. We're tired of all of the things that we're hearing on a daily basis, and it's time to turn it around. Now, the film doesn't uh, provide a solution based on policy or international law or the United Nations or things of that nature. It, it seems to send a, a very simple message that uh, violence begets violence. Uh, how would you respond to critics that say it's overly simplistic? Well, you know what? I've, we've had some critics, and all I can say to them is I'm not here to make a policy. I'm an artist, and as an artist, I'm here to get people to listen to what we have to say if they want to listen and to go home and talk about it amongst themselves, talk with their family, talk to their friends, maybe open up a newspaper or go deeper than just the newspaper and see what's really going on and start to realize, as I said, that there are real people behind this issue. Um, this isn't just extremists that have, you know, nothing better to do with their times. There are children that are getting caught up in this. There are adults who are getting caught up in this. And it's, you know, it is truly going to be never-ending until, um, you know, groups of people agree together to take a stand and to become educated. That's all I ask for is that people educate yourself. And that really is, uh, in my opinion, the strength of the film is that, you know, uh, policy discussions, the the victims get, get left out of the debate. And, uh, you know, the United Nations and, and things of that nature can uh, really dehumanize uh, the fact that there, there are really victims going on. This is a, a short film that focuses on, on two families, in particular two mothers, who find themselves uh, in, in identical predicaments, and uh, that is a message that uh, in and of itself needs to be told that uh, there are real costs to violence, and uh, maybe the, the solution is as simple as ending uh, the circle of violence. Uh, we're just about out of time, but uh, what can people do if they didn't get a chance to see it at the Newport Beach Film Festival and would like to uh, maybe 
have the film shown at a, a college campus or it at a community group or uh, a political or non-government gathering, non-government organization gathering? We have a website, uh, www.unbrokencircle2005.com. By all means, go on in there. We have a link to be able to send us an email. There's a trailer up there. You can take a look at, at it and see you, you know, what, it, what it says to you as an individual. Contact us. Let us know what your thoughts are. And um, I'm constantly monitoring the web and making sure that, you know, people get, you know, that I get, responses back out to them and uh, we have a couple of more festivals coming up we'll be in Santa Cruz in the middle of May we'll be in um, New Jersey at the end of May and uh, we don't expect to stop there I have a feeling that um, we'll be worldwide momentarily and we're very excited about it and we're really looking forward to getting this message out further than just our own backyard the film is called the unbroken circle and I gotta honestly tell you I was just you know, I, I watched it very late last night after after a very long day, and uh, it was just so incredibly rewarding and so moving, and uh, it far far exceeded all of my expectations. I really urge listeners to uh, to log on to the website. It's unbrokencircle2005.com. Check it out. And uh, Terry, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thanks my, for having us. My apologies to uh, John Ludwig. I hope I could get him back on again soon and uh good luck with the rest of uh the touring of the film thank you very much all right take care you too